0: DEDICATION AND CHAPTER One OF FLOWERS FROM THE GARDEN OF ST. FRANCIS FOR EVERY DAY OF THE YEAR. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. FLOWERS FROM THE GARDEN OF ST. FRANCIS FOR EVERY DAY OF THE YEAR. DEDICATION. To our holy father Saint Francis, who was inspired by God six hundred years ago to rekindle in his church the spirit of humility, simplicity, poverty, detachment from the world, and ardent love of our crucified Redeemer. This little work is dedicated by his faithful children. May he bless this humble endeavour to assist in reviving the same spirit in our own times stratford feast of st francis 1882 chapter one month of january first day st francis said brethren let us begin now to do good and to advance in virtue for up to the present we have made little progress second day st francis said whoever envies his brother on account of the good which god says or does in him commits a sin like unto blasphemy for he envies the most high himself who is the author of all good works and deeds third day st louis bishop of toulouse said adversity is very useful to those who make profession of serving god giving them an occasion of practicing patience, humility, and resignation to the divine will, and disposing them more perfectly to practice every virtue. Fourth day, St. Francis said, Where charity and wisdom reign, there is neither fear nor ignorance. Where patience and humility reign, there is neither anger nor disquiet. Where poverty and joy reign, there are neither base desires nor avarice where the fear of god keeps guard no enemy can enter fifth day st francis said those who are invested with the power and the right of judging ought always to exercise their prerogative with mercy if they themselves desire to obtain mercy at the hands of our lord judgment without mercy to those who show no mercy we ought then to be full of humility and charity and to give alms according to our means for almsgiving cleanses our souls from the filth of sin sixth day saint francis said let nothing of self remain in you in order that he who gives himself to you without reserve may also receive your entire self Seventh day, St. Francis said, It belongs to the devil and his followers to be sad. We, on the contrary, ought always to rejoice in the Lord. Eighth day, St. Francis said, Let us not, for the hope of obtaining some pleasure, satisfaction, or advantage, expose ourselves to the danger of withdrawing our minds from God but i beg you brethren by holy charity which is the spirit of god himself to reject as far as possible the cares preoccupations and turmoil of the world and serve love and honour god in purity of heart and mind this is what he demands before all else ninth day st francis said in whatever place the brethren may be or wherever they may meet. They should rejoice with a holy joy in each other's company, and honor one another, never allowing the least complaint to arise. They must also take care not to appear exteriorly sad or moody, as hypocrites do, but let them rejoice in the Lord, and be always cheerful and affable. Tenth day, blessed Egidius said, good desires do not suffice to render a man happy he must also perform good works god bestows his grace to enable a man to accomplish this eleventh day saint francis said the truly obedient soul is docile and submissive to all not only to men but even to the very animals so that they can do with him whatever they please according to the will of god twelfth day st francis said if you wish to revenge yourself on your enemy mortify your body and bring it into subjection to the spirit for it is a rebellious slave thirteenth day st francis said a modest reserve is the surest guardian of purity it occupies an honorable rank among the virtues fourteenth day saint agnes of assisi said the condition of created things is never to remain in the same state hence when we believe ourselves to be in a state of happiness we often find ourselves plunged into an abyss of misery fifteenth day blessed agidius said however great the works of men may appear they should not be esteemed according to human judgment but according to their value in the eyes of god we ought therefore never to be without fear sixteenth day saint rose of viterbo said prayer raises our minds and hearts to god and shows us from this elevated point of view the vanity of the goods and pleasures of this world it fills us with light strength and consolation and gives us a foretaste of the peace and joy of our heavenly country seventeenth day st francis said it is better to serve god than to govern the world how happy we are when we serve the lord Eighteenth day. St. Francis said, The Holy Roman Church is the mother of all churches, and the mistress of all religious orders. Therefore will I go and recommend my brethren to the Holy Church, whose powerful rod will strike the wicked, and under whose care the children of God shall advance in perfection, and ever enjoy true liberty. Nineteenth day, St. Francis said, the glory which I hope for is so great that it renders delightful my sufferings, illnesses, humiliations, persecutions, and mortifications. Twentieth day, St. Francis said, When we fly from the world, we escape from three enemies, namely, the eyes, the ears, and the tongues of others. Twenty-first day, saint Antony of padua said how many christians weep over temporal misfortunes and yet are insensible to the loss of their immortal souls they avoid going near a corpse and yet delight daily in the company of sinners twenty-second day saint labor said every time you hear the clock strike remember that you are not master of the coming hour and think at the same time of all that our saviour endured in order that you might possess eternal life twenty-third day st francis said generosity is one of the attributes of god who causes the sun to shine and the rain to fall upon all whether just or unjust and ministers to all most lovingly the necessaries of life Generosity is the sister of charity. It destroys hatred and preserves love. 24th day, St. Francis said, The knowledge of himself will easily lead to the knowledge of God, that man who, in studying Holy Scripture, searches into the mysteries of God with humility and not with presumption. 25th day, St. Francis said, A good will and a desire to imitate the sufferings of our Lord is a peculiar gift granted by the Holy Ghost to those who truly love and serve God. For souls attached to earthly things, and who love themselves only, abhor this doctrine of the Holy Spirit, and do not think it necessary in order to acquire perfection to become partakers of the sufferings of Jesus Christ twenty-sixth day st francis said man loses at death all that he possessed in this world but he takes with him charity and the alms-deeds he has done and for these he shall receive an abundant reward from god twenty-seventh day st francis said though you should be perfectly skilled in all human sciences YOU COULD NOT GLORY ON THAT ACCOUNT, FOR ONE DEMON KNOWS MORE OF HEAVENLY AND STILL MORE OF EARTHLY THINGS THAN ALL MEN PUT TOGETHER. 28TH DAY, SAINT FRANCIS SAID, A RELIGIOUS MUST NOT CONSIDER THE PERSON OF HIS SUPERIOR BUT GOD ALONE, FOR WHOSE SAKE HE OBEYS. THE FEWER GOOD QUALITIES A SUPERIOR HAS, THE GREATER MERIT THERE IS IN OBEYING HIM. Twenty-ninth day, St. Francis said, In books the brethren should seek the word of God, not value or beauty. They should have but few books, and those in common, and let these be such as are suitable for poor religious. 30th day, St. Joseph of Cupertino said, We should mistrust riches and prosperity. Poverty and suffering born with patience are true signs of predestination. 31st day, St. Francis said, In one thing only can we glory, in giving God the glory which is due to him, in serving him faithfully, and in referring all his gifts to himself. End of chapter 1